Dave. It's time, isn't it? <laughs> did we do it? We did. It's on. I'm the dead air. Oh wait. I'm the king of dead air. <laughs> this is my favorite part of my show. <laughs> no, it is. Wait. <laughs> yeah, we can hear it. Been beat. Take a walk down 62nd Street, where heavy metal lives. Welcome to Lamore. Ah! L'Amour, The Rock, capital of Brooklyn, brings you the most explosive live entertainment every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. This is where heavy metal comes alive. You haven't experienced heavy metal until you have experienced oh, oh. love. Yeah, well, you know, I'll do a bit of it. You know what, we have, we're, we're limited in time here. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like, you got like glue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You are listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. Attention, attention. The following record is meant to be played on 10.
Oh boy. That's why I was never asked to join the meters. Before I get into things you just heard. Let me get my bearings. Let me let me pull my pants up. Before you heard uh, me talking, you heard a, a, a version of Sissy Strut by the Meters that I completely ruined. Before that, of course, Keith Richards with Take It So Hard. Before that, Shirley Ellis with Soul Time. Maybe a song that I've played more than any song on this program. Um, I think. Possibly. Definitely up there. Before that, I just blacked out. Link Ray with Fallen Rain. Before that, Toro y Moi with Empty Nesters. I can't remember if I've ever played that on the program before. It doesn't matter. Anyway, what I meant to say was hello and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, exfoliation enthusiast, and chairman of the Dennis Eckersley fan club, Terre Haute chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm Effervescent. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show, coming to you live each and every Monday night, within reason, from 9 p.m., to midnight, which is to say, the witching hour. Eastern Standard Time from right here in tastefully lit Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. <laughs> Located right in the heaving bosom of downtown Jersey City, New Jersey, a little slice of paradise along the Hudson. Anyway, as always, we have a gravity-defyingly, life-affirmingly good program in store for you tonight. Legendary musician, he's a drummer, producer, multi-instrumentalist, and more. Steve Jordan, um, who's played with everybody. Keith Richards, Neil Young, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, and about 700... Other le- legends. Uh, he's going to be... It, it begs the question, why Why is the guy that's done all that want to come on my show? I don't know. That's, that's going to be among the, the uh, heavy-hitting questions I ask him. Is, uh... What? Why? I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm nervous. But, uh... I don't know. I think it's beneath him, honestly. If I'm being honest... I think he's too good for this show. Um, but anyway, he's going to come by. That'll be in the 10 o'clock hour. And I'm super excited. I'm a huge fan of his drumming. And uh, he's also produced some records that I love. And on and on. Um, but that's going to be in about in the 10 o'clock hour. Coming fast and hard. As always, I encourage you to go to the chat room. At WFMU.org. Well, right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything 
and nothing at all. Jake Gould, Jamie, Dennis D, Space Cowboy, JV Hellapipes. There's, I'm in even in there. GZ, uh, Flying V, Jeff Moore, who, uh, the, that 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 post may be coming from inside the building. I believe. Um, and what else? I I uh, my medication is really acting up, and I'm I'm blacking out here. Um, anyway, go to the chat room, chat away right now, and all night. It's a magical experience. Follow me on Twitter. Instagram and all those various things at Mr. Dave Hill at MR Dave Hill. Uh, thank you to, for to Brian Whitley for editing the podcast version of this program. If you're listening to that, uh, rate and review five stars or one star, nothing in between. Also subscribe to the iTunes version, so uh, you know you can listen on. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna just do whatever you want. I don't care. Go to go to DaveHillOnline.com. To find out when I'm coming to your town and all those sorts of things. All sorts of shows coming up. Uh, th- speaking of shows, thank you to everyone uh, who came on the the Rock Cruise uh, on f- this past Friday night. Scott, formerly of Otisville, was there. Amy Law, Dahl, Molly, uh, Tracy. The list goes on and on. Um, Jamie, everyone who came out, it was an elite cruise for elite folks above the high seas of the Hudson. It was, it was, it was, the sea was uh, angry that night. I fell down, the boat was rocking around so much, but I didn't want to spill my drink, so I admittedly uh, hit the ground pretty quickly, just to avoid that. But enough about that. What I meant to say... Because we are, of course, in the midst of the October fundraiser. And I encourage you to go right now to WFMU.org. Go to my playlist and contribute to, to all the shows. But um, why not contribute to mine? I'm, I'm at 40 per, 48% of, of to, which is... We're at the halfway point. I'm, only, I'm not even halfway there to reaching the goal. Does it make me feel inadequate? Yeah, it does. So go there now and contribute. Uh, for $50, you can get a sexy new WFMU t-shirt. For $100, I believe, you can get both new t-shirts. And they're, they're great. There's the Jackal Joker t-shirt. And the Wear Wings Take Dream Tea. They're both great. Uh, if you wear them, people will want to make out with you. And more. Uh, as I can uh, attest to personally from my late night in the Port Authority men's room where I, I did wear the Jackal Joker t-shirt. And boy, was I in for a surprise. Um, anyway, also uh, do swag for life you're already doing swag for life up it you know give until uh your pancreas is compromised uh and if you do contribute and really why wouldn't you you'll get to experience this magical feeling of me 
reading your name on the air. Well, your first name and last initial and whatever note you wrote. Uh, For example, Valerie L. in Austin, Texas, she writes, thank you, by the way, for your very generous um, pledge, Valerie. She writes, Dave, I hope it's not too late too late to extra support the raddest radio show in all the land. Stay street. It's not too late. There's plenty of time. We have, uh, how many days? What is it, the 15th? So we have 16 more days. Jeremy B. in Millington, New Jersey. Beautiful this time of year. So hard to pick which shows to pledge to. It's like picking your favorite child. So many good programs on WFMU. And I agree with that. Melissa W. in Sparta, New Jersey. Thank you for your lovely uh, contribution. To keeping this station on the airwaves. Uh, to keeping street toughs out of the stairwells. Jamie M. in East Norwich. Or is it East Norwich? I don't know. Probably Norwich, I'm guessing. I don't know. But thank you. Regardless of how your town is pronounced. Thank you. Chad H in Portland, Oregon, or Oregon, as I like to say. Um, thank you. Jake L in Brooklyn. Dear Dave, keep doing the thing. Jake. Well, Jake, thanks to your uh, generous donation, I shall. For at least the next two hours and 25 minutes. But probably longer. Uh, Patrick G in Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you. Jed J. in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much. All these very generous people. Eric T. in Reston, Virginia. Thank you also. Uh, I'm going to refresh the page because I feel like some more came in. Yes, they did. Drunken C. I feel like I can just say your whole uh, name because that's not even a name. Uh, Drunken C in in Brooklyn, which is in New York, as as he notes. Thanks for the past and future Mondays, my comma my guy. Top quality work in the world. I couldn't agree more. Um, is it for everybody? No, my shows. I mean, uh, my show is for everybody. I guess I would say everybody's not for me. Um. Not everyone's going to like it. I, I can handle that. But uh, as long as you contribute, that's all I that's all you write. To keep the lights on and, and the heat coming down the pike. Um, and uh, anyway, keep up the good work. Together we can make a difference. The WFMU way. Moving on. The number here is 201 209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. My lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shana Feinberg, is out once again with a botched cosmetic procedure. It's going on year three now, I think. But it was a doozy. Uh, Danny D., once again, out on house arrest. Will we ever see him again? I, I don't know. You know, can he keep his pants on at uh, Dave and Buster's? I don't know. There's another question I can't answer for you. Uh, Dez, a.k.a. James Fernandez of Parts Unknown, New Jersey, 
also feeling a little under the weather. So he's so all by way of saying, I'm here all alone in a onesie you wouldn't believe. And I ask you to give me a call at 201-209-9368. And if you do, um, I'll just throw you on hold and grab you when I see fit. For example, this person. Who could it possibly be? Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Whoa. Hello? I'm sorry, who's calling? Dweezil Zappa. Dweezil Zappa? That's all you got? For that, yeah. The the overflowing... Uh, overflowing... What was it last week? Overflowing cesspool? Was it last week? It wasn't cesspool. Overflowing toilet? Yeah. The, which reminds me... Uh, I'm opening this. Justin Smith in Austin, Texas posted... Well, you can't just be Dweezil's at Ingdave, the pride of Bensonhurst. Uh, the dirty, leaky bong of Bensonhurst. The dirty, leaky bong of Bensonhurst. All right, you, there you have it, artist. Get cracking. The dirty, leaky bong of Bensonhurst. Every week, uh, for those of you who have been listening closely, uh, the last few weeks, Ingdave, the pride of Bensonhurst, has given himself a new nickname, and then artists listening to the show, uh, I don't want to say hastily, because then it sounds like it's not amazing, but so many amazing artists, Dave B., Justin Smith, We'll be here till E-Rock, 10 if you're going to name them all. Hell, what? We'll be here till 10. Hey, don't. Watch it. Yes. Just watch it. Anyway, he sent me the color drawing of Ingdave, the overflowing toilet of... Bensonhurst, and you're you've seen this. He, you're climbing out of a toilet, and you're uh, holding your glasses, and there appears to be urine dripping from them. It appears to be uh, there's something dripping. Some something, and he sent me other stuff too. I'm just all these. Oh wow, there's a bunch of coloring. That's like coloring pages. Oh awesome! Thank you, Justin. Justin Smith. In Austin, Texas, one of the many great artists who listen to the show and then and do work inspired by uh, all the magical things that happen on the program. And and Ing Dave climbing out of an overflowing toilet, grabbing some glasses, and you're wearing a purple tank top, which is right on the money. I don't have one of those. And it, but that doesn't make it the work any less valid. Oh, it's great. Jesus. Jesus Christ. What does um, he have to do with it? Um, he is watching us. Especially yeah, I'm sure. Very carefully. I'm, uh, my guest is here already. Who's your guest? Steve Jordan. Oh, he great. With Keith Richard. Were you calling and ask him a bunch of questions? A bunch? Yeah. I just, yeah, I think you may be the only match. Don't I don't I don't know if I have enough heat. 
he's played with Keith Richards, Aretha Franklin, um, and on down. You know, I need your was help. Was he uh, David Letterman's original band? He was in Letterman's. He was in the Blues Brothers band. He was in Letterman's original band. Oh man. So uh, I'm sorry. I got to run downstairs and get him in a second. It's my time of the month. It's your time of the month. What does that mean exactly? You don't remember, huh? I have to explain. Please. <laughs> I guess I have to. Uh, Please do. Every month, it could last for the minimum of a week up to over two weeks of biorhythms where um, extra libidinous. Oh, I forgot about it. The, <laughs> wait, once a year? No, it's a month. Once a month you get yeah, biorhythms. Once a month you get libidinous? No, I get more libidinous. More, oh, because you're already libidinous. Yes. We've established always. this. Um, wait, so why are you feeling extra libidinous tonight? Biorhythms. Not just tonight, it's an old weekend. So how do you deal with this? I'll give you one guess. Oh, your poor mother. Your poor no, she hasn't mother. walked in on me doing that in years. In ye- in weeks. No, in years. I locked the door now. You locked the door. Yes. That's that's progress. This strikes me as progress. She doesn't like when I lock the door. Wouldn't uh, I guess I'm not going to advise you in this area. You could. No, not no. that I'll take it. But I'm gonna you hold, could. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out. Uh, Dave. Is Steve Jordan still waiting downstairs? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm going to put on uh, some music and go get him. And, I'll uh, call at the top of the aisle. Call, yeah, please do. All right, so that'll be less than 20 minutes. Okay, later. All right, later. Bye. Later. Okay, bye. Bye. 201-209-9368. I'm going to put on some more music, and I'll be right back with Steve Jordan. Very exciting. Here on the Goddamn Dave Hill Show on W. F M U You just heard Make No Mistake by Keith Richards. Before that, Booker T and the MGs gotta serve somebody, both of which feature my guest tonight. Join me now, drummer, multi instrumentalist, producer. You play some bass also, right? Yeah, I love I love playing a bass. And I'm a little distorted. Yeah, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> that's nice. I like it. It's like a blown up 67. I think I, I... Am I getting this right? Oh, I didn't even say... I've said your name ten times before you came in there, but I, I was doing my intro, and then I didn't say the Steve Jordan thing. Oh, if you want a lack of professionalism, Steve, you're in the right place. No, this is perfect. I'd love this whole setup. Um, I wish Megan was here with me, but... Uh, yeah, your wife, Megan Voss, was going to join. Am I saying that right, Voss? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I nailed it. Uh, she was going to join us, but you were saying she got sick. You were in China. I got her. Yeah, I got her sick. I gave her, I got, I got, I gave her the flu that I brought back from Asia. What were you, what were you playing over there? Yeah, I was doing a session uh, with a very talented artist, and uh, he got sick, and so he, in a goodwill gesture, passed it on to me. Oh, that's sweet of him. And then, of course, I gave it to it. my way better half. 
Oh, man. And that's how we roll. That is rough, though, when you're on those long plane flights and you can, like, cause that's, what, 14 hours? Yeah, it's a Petri dish, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Like Boom, everything grows. Nothing you can do. I must say I got incredible sleep on that flight, though. The best sleep I had in the 10 days I was away was this sleep going over there and sleep coming back. Oh, man. That's I a- didn't get it. You know, I, 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 I've traveled to Asia a fair amount in my life, and I, but I've only been to China twice. And Japan I, I have down, but China was, still, was a little different. Well, it, there's pretty, yeah, they're really different, I think, for being, like, so close to each other. Yeah. They're, like, uh, I feel like Japan's really dialed in, like, uh An extra couple of hours that they have, it's makes you know just physically jet lag wise I and mean, it's just a little bit over extended mark where you can get your equilibrium at some point do you ever how long does it take you to feel normal when you come back from a trip like that uh i think i'm starting to feel no- well i i try to keep going all the time that's part of the problem but so i don't but uh, i try not to if like if i don't get sick then i'm really cool just mm-hmm. getting sick kind of so you don't because anytime I go that far to the other side of the world, I'm always like getting up at three in the morning, wide awake, right, for like four hours, for All like right. three weeks. Three, oh, that long? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, no, a, that, I'm a lightweight, rough. very delicate. <laughs> You're a sensitive flower. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but what, so you you have a band with your wife Megan Voss, the verb, the verbs. And we're gonna play. I've, I've, I think the title track, or is this the single, or is this the whole album? This, no, no, this is single. The new single is okay. "Pleaser." Yeah. The, the, the current single, and it's great. Uh, and thank you. Yeah, it's a another Megan Boss song. We had the first single that's still actually being played. "Simple Kind of Girl." Uh, the album is called "Garage Sale." It won't be out till next year. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, it's just a rock and roll odyssey. Or it might not be an odyssey. No, I no, just, no. I just, just felt a, like saying it. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> it did. It, yeah, sounded, yeah. it sounded cool in yeah, the moment. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, it's just a rock endeavor. That's what we do. We're a New York band. You know, she, you know, she was doing stuff that I wanted to do. She was playing CBs with the Antoinettes, you know, yeah. being managed by Hilly Crystal. I, I would go... The CBs, I never was able to get a band to play in CBs, you know. But I was there. Well, you, saw a lot of you CBs. Would, you make it sound like you didn't have anything going on. <laughs> well, you know, I had some other stuff, with... but not. You know, you know. Sometimes you want to be in a scene, yeah, and you're just not in that scene, you know. And you're trying to figure out how to, because that's the music that you want to be around, and. Uh, well, the, the the music you want to be around is good music. So no yeah. matter what it is, as long as it's good, then you're cool. Um, but there's such a wide breadth of music. And, and when you have a passion for something and you're not able to get with the people who know how to do it best, you know, it's a little frustrating. Well, yeah, but you, you've played with some okay people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, Stevie no, no. Wonder. I think it's worked Ruth out. Franklin. I think it's Keith out. Richards. I mean, even if you just played with any one of those people, you'd still be. It, look, I played with, you know, 
I, I, that was, I was like, why would he come on my show? For all the, all the people you played with, why are you sinking so low to come on my show? <laughs> you love. <laughs> no, this is the best show. Hey, uh, th- from what this is what I understand. This, this is, is the reason. The, the why word on the street. Yeah, yeah exactly. I saw the you word in Jersey. The first time I saw you, I think, if I'm getting this right, was on the Talk Is Cheap tour with Keith Richards at, at the Meadowlands mm-hmm. with the replacements opening. Am, am I that getting that That's correct. Right? You got that correct. Yeah. 1980. No, it would have been 89. Yeah. Or I think. 88, 89, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I was six, six years old. Holy so. moly. Get <laughs> out. I was a little older, but yeah. But you know what I was thinking about. But not that we have to get into. Well, uh, people get mad at me sometimes on this show because I talk about uh, guitar pedals and stuff. People flying. Pedals into are good. Rage. I mean, That's not too I many think. pedals. Not well, too first many. of all. I mean, people are playing through too many pedals right now. All right, so this you don't true. hear a good sound at all because it's unless. Well, you hear a lot of good sounds on this verb stuff because we don't use. Very many pedals. No pedals. If any are cool. pedals at all? You just get them and then you throw them in the corner. Right. But they're cool for like five seconds. Right. I, 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 and then you don't okay. use them. No, right. you don't. The key is to well, not actually use them. Right. But just to acquire them. Yeah, just to have them in a drawer. Right. Just to yeah. <laughs> but just to know, just so you could say, yeah, I had that. Yeah, but I checked that. But a lot. Yeah, sorry. but I don't. I don't think it's the same thing. What I'm about to say. But one one thing I was thinking. When when I was sort of like going through, you have the most, I think, and I'm going to say in the history of drummers, maybe one of the most, I, I, you can always tell you're, when you hit a snare. Have you heard that before? I, I have heard. I've, am I out of my mind? Again? No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. The, that, you know, that has been said. And it's very flattering. Um, I think basically what it is, it's really... The intent of the feel, you know, like that you hear 100% of uh, me playing all the yeah. time. So that that comes through because I can't really play any, way, any other way. Uh, and it's all about the feel of a song. And so that's what I tried to learn how to do to um, to interpret a song and give it the uh the utmost uh kind of conviction to the actual feel of the actual song like what this let the song play itself and get into the song where it just guides you to what you're doing and and the only way you could do that is to really put your heart into the music mm-hmm. and so I rely on my uh connection to the song to music to the people. I'm playing with and and the connection from my heart to the, try to keep the head out of it too much, you know, not to overthink, you know, just to be convicted. Follow, you know, yeah, your conviction. You can hear it. It's all. It's amazing. And I, I was, Thank you very much. Um. And and so the first, so you're you're born and raised in New York, mm-hmm. and then you wind up playing with Stevie Wonder when you're a teenager. Yeah, it's kind of a wiki, wiki, Wikipedia page kind of. Uh, but it's still, no, no less awesome. thing that's kind of. Is it not? Kinda, it's not. This is this is okay. This is what happened. 
So we're getting the truth now. No, no, this is this is this is this is the thing. They it's never really been uh, correctly uh, explained. I mean, I've tried to do it, but okay. So here it is. I'm in high school. I'm working in a percussion cage at Bill's Music Rentals in New York City, the place, the preeminent place before the SIR kind of mm-hmm. took over. You know, if you wanted music, you know, like instruments on Broadway or rehearsals, you know, it was a multi, you know, it had about five, four or five rooms, you know, and, and I've worked in a percussion cage and maintained the, on the drums and the percussion instruments in the cage that were either rented out on Broadway shows or in the rooms where people were rehearsing. So I met people like, Roberta Flack, which the Jazz Foundation just paid tribute to a couple nights ago. And, you know, the Brecker brothers. I met Idris Muhammad. I would do this and that. So this guy, Bill, who owned the place, he was a great guy. He's a cat. Like, he took care of Jackie Wilson when he had his stroke and went to a coma. You know, he mm-hmm. took care of him. So anyway, so I, I'm going to music in our high school. I get this job. Stevie Wonder comes in. And he's like making songs in the key of life, and he's also auditioning drummers. He's got a drummer named Raymond Pounce, who's very good, who played on a lot of songs in the key of life. But for some reason, he wanted to audition drummers. So, but but Raymond stayed around through the whole two week period while Stevie Wonder was auditioning drummers. Wasn't he? And like out? it was like, uh, if you don't find somebody. In, you know, in the two weeks, then I'll keep you or something. You know, that's how bizarre it was. It was I've Wait. never seen anything like this before. It's very strange. Wait, so he keeps yeah, Raymond so, around, yeah. like, threatening to get rid of him? No, not threatening. Time. Like, it was a kind of a thing. It was a thing. Like, okay, you're the guy, but, but you if know, I'm going to look to if I get another guy. You know, that's, you know, whatever. It was a very strange thing. But I learned ha- very early. I was just a teenager. I thought, oh, this is how the business works. Very interesting. Okay. So anyway, I get to befriend Raymond, who's a great guy and also a very good drummer, as you can hear on some of the tunes and songs in the Kid Life. So um, Bill, who's you know this great guy, he's been plugging to try to get me an audition, but I'm too young to actually be in the band to go on the road and whatever. So at the very end of the whole two-week thing, Raymond gets to keep his job. So I'm happy for him and everything. And then they say, okay, let the kid play. You, know, you can't go out with us anyway. It doesn't really matter. So we, I, I get to play with Stevie. Now, so the band is there. Michael Cimbello, Nathan Watts, you know, the whole Nathan had just joined the band, you know, whatever, the whole big thing. So I was very much into fusion music at the time. I was listening to a lot of, like, Ma Visional and, Return to Forever and everything. So Stevie uh, had been into the same kind of thing. So when I, so they said, okay, let the kid play. And then Stevie and I play. We, we break into this tune, this Chick Corea tune called Hem of the Seventh Galaxy. I know it like the back of my hand, and so does he. So we just break into this music, this fusion music, and nobody knows what the heck we're doing. So it's just the two of us. And we're playing this song, and he gets a kick out of it, and it was great. And everybody's like, whoa, what the heck was that? And 
uh, it was through that where they said, okay, let the kid hang out. So I became like a mascot. So it was a very surreal situation. I'm living with my parents in the Bronx. I'm hanging out with where Stevie in Wonder in the Northeast Bronx. Uh-huh. I'm hanging out with Stevie Wonder and Wonder Love. That gave me the band rules and everything. And uh, so, like, I'm hanging out at the Hit Factory, the original Hit Factory on 48th Street, where he made a lot of the record. And uh, and I would have to leave by a certain time to take the subway back before it stopped running to get home to get the last bus. It was like a Cinderella kind of thing. Yeah. Very surreal. But that's when I knew what I wanted to do. I watched Stevie Wonder work in the studio. I saw him. I was there firsthand to see him do things, inventive things, things that had never been done before I witnessed, I witnessed, and I fell in love with recording then. And then um, the very first session I ever did was like a week later at Electric Lady Studio B, and on the session was Carlos Alomar, as we know from David Bowie, mm-hmm. um, who I became friends with very early in high school as well. Uh, Michael Cimbello, Nathan Watts, and myself for a guy named Denny Morouse, who had actually played tenor saxophone with Stevie Wonder after Trevor Lawrence left. Mm -hmm. Denny Morouse took his place. So this whole Stevie Wonder thing, you know, the connection to my first session being basically with Stevie Wonder's band, the ex-saxophone player who was in Stevie Wonder's band, the whole, you know, so that's how this whole Stevie was. So he's very influential, but I wasn't, like, officially in the band. and I ended up recording with him, but it was just just by accident. There's something in the can there, you know. Mm -hmm. But it was uh, just this very surreal experience that really set the tone for, you know, sitting in front of a mic. yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it was, you know. And then, then where did you go from there? Like, what was the next? Uh, just a lot of, you know, like from, you know, going to school and, and then ended up, you know, getting in, uh, you know, doing some sessions. A couple of fluke things happened. Just snowstorm. Nobody can make it in. I get to make all, I sub for all these people uh-huh. like this one day and all of a sudden I get all this work. You know, it's just crazy little stuff like that. And I ended up getting Saturday Night Live job, which then led to the Blues Brothers. You know, that, it was just, it's kind of like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but yeah. I, I had, growing up in New York, first of all, the New York City school system, everybody was, uh, you know, supported. You know, you left school with an instrument of some sort. You know, and it was you just went, the school you you went to the Fame School, right? Am I getting that? No, the Fame School is Different. our annex. Oh, okay. The we uh, Fiorello H LaGuardia High School of Music and Art is the main school. Okay, and that was in the middle of City College in, in Harlem. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Fame School was performing arts. Okay, that was, got it. They specialized in like dance. And stuff like that. We had the music and the art students. Yeah. yeah. And and then so and you you've done a lot of stuff with Keith Richards over the years, which is pretty. Uh, yeah. That must be a pretty wild uh, hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, 
uh, here again, one of those things you never think about, you know, uh, you know, Megan and I being like, um, very influenced, like I'm sure as you and your friends, you know, from watching Ed Sullivan and seeing some people, I mean, when she saw Keith, she dug Keith's style. You know, we were both Beatle fanatics. When I saw Keith, I never thought as a kid that I'd end up sitting around writing songs with him. Yeah, how did that... Very strange. How did that come another one of those kind of weird circumstances, being in the right place at the right time kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, just like, you know, when you really like making music then you you end up in circumstances where you can make music yeah yeah one thing leads to another yeah and uh yeah well let's um i think we have a let's should we take this call it it could be uh yeah it could be anything okay the number here by the way is 201-209-9368 that's 201-209-9368 hello you're on the air Hello, hello. Who's ca- who's calling? Baby, you know who this is. This is LeBron John, baby. LeBron John. This That's is a, right. Some recent MVP callers. Oh, wow. Where are nine. you guys calling from tonight? Well, uh, I'm actually by myself. Um, you all the town. Uh, Ari and, and uh, Pat Piss. They aren't around. I think Mari's home. I'm not. I'm not really too sure, but. Um, I, I literally just got out of work. So have you been listening? I'm on with Steve Jordan. You got to, you better, this is important. Steve Jordan, <laughs> what's up, my man? What's up, what's up? How you doing, LeBron? Hey, in there, man. Had an epic weekend. Cool. Wanted to talk to y'all about it. Uh, <laughs> Friday, right, public house in the city. It's it's like by, like, uh, what's the name of the university? Uh, NYU. Right, it was my mm-hmm. boy's uh, 29th birthday. It was lit, popping bottles. It was this. It was this guy, uh, Corey Warrington. Uh, he's like off like MTV Teen Moms and like the new World Rules Challenge or whatever the hell it's called. And um, yo, I never seen a flock of women chase after one man in my whole entire life. It was it, like he took all the girls in in the damn spot, and we're all pissed off. I was like, yo, like. You know, like we we had a cute little VIP section and whatnot, you know. And this it was finally, guys, you know, I'm talking to him, whatever. And then uh, when him and his posse came through, and the DJ was like, "Oh, Corey Wharton's here!" Yeah. All these girls were like, "Oh!" Start running like it was mm-hmm. like a flock, man. It, it, it was insane. I, uh, um, and then um, you know, I <laughs> I'm over here taking shots with my boy and. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with like Drake. And, well, Drake and um, uh, Travis Scott with that song uh, called "Sicko Mode," right? So that sure. song comes on, and we're getting hyped. So we we get ready to take shots. We're taking shots. On the third shot, somebody takes it. I feel I'm worried. This isn't okay. <laughs> go go ahead. Continue. Take the shot. So. Imagine oh, yeah. listening to Travis Scott featuring Drake, sicko mode. He takes the shot and then vomits. Just projectile. Oh, projectile. All over. Oh. 
That's that's a video right there. Did you were you shooting? You gotta look. You gotta be able to capture when you see the something extraordinary is about to happen like that. You gotta be rolling tape, bro. <laughs> I, I wish you, you, you I wish failed. I was, Basically, man. you failed. Yeah. Because, you know, the was, story is all right with the verbalization, but if you had the video to go with it, this could be some blockbuster stuff we're talking about right now. It's like uh, half-baked. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. A, you know what I'm saying? Start. Like, it could have blown up really big, but yeah. you didn't go to well, your full potential, bro. Well, so it, next it time, you got to roll. Like you got to roll. You got to make sure you got the gigabytes to roll. And capture, <laughs> roll and capture, is what you got to come out of this conversation with, right? Dude, roll God, and capture. Dude. All right, I'll so talk far. to you later, bro. All right, we got to roll. Thanks, LeBron. We captured. Thank you. See ya. See, this is the problem with this. That wasn't you. Handled that in. Uh, you got to roll and capture, man. You can't just be talking it's some true, trash. But the danger there's. We have a lot of great oh, callers. Man. Some of them call. When they're not actually listening to the show, and they right? Have no idea. Well, that's <laughs> the kind of pool you have. You see, they just want yeah, to talk pe- to you. People, yeah, they and that's very be a, interesting. They want that's, very, that's a compliment. Yeah, it's that's like a, a compliment. It doesn't matter who it the is. guest is. It is, but they want to talk to you and share with you. But the dude didn't roll and capture. See, it's true. He did. He among his mistakes. But he didn't you know, roll he could have. I'm sure he he probably would have had a great question had he uh, been listening. No, he wanted to share. <laughs> I doubt if he would have had a question. For me. I mean, just no, but I mean, he, had you he... know, let's be clear let's... who our audience is. All right, let's see. You're working a certain demographic. I see what's happening. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's see what this... Um, All right. This could be... Let's. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Who's calling in from where? You're, it's... Yeah, my, na- my name is Bill. You're on with me, Dave, and Steve yeah. Jordan. Where are you yeah. calling from, Bill? Uh, I live in Union. Uh, I just had one question. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know Steve's got a lot of great stories. I just wanted to ask him about one. Uh, could you tell the story about the night that you played Saturday Night Live with Neil Young? Please and thank you. Uh, well, it was a great night. Uh uh, we had oh, the night Steve played, not the night that you played, John. I know you played a good show too, but the one that Steve played when they did uh, Wait, who's... Rocking in the Free World. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Who's, who's, who's John? Wait, what's oh, happening? Dave, the Dave, not, uh, not your Saturday Night Live show. I was, I've never been on, on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Yeah, I was just about to answer. Okay, you, th- you thought I was Dave. That's because yeah. Dave and I are morphing into one another because we we're having such a Here, good time. I'm See, we're pull, doing the. We're doing well. First of all, we have the same amount of distortion. Yeah, I'm trying. Which to, is part of the swamp groove yeah, that's yeah, happening. Here, come back. Just all right. There I'm going to back off now. That's we got a sweet spot. We don't have the right compression set. On, no, we don't. On the thing. This but that's the, how we roll here. Yeah, we haven't. The equipment hasn't been updated in '68. Well, okay. So, all right. So. Um, yeah, so uh, it was the first show of the night, the season 1989, and uh, Poncho was on guitar, Charlie Drayton on bass. I was playing drums. Neil was on guitar, and uh, yeah, Neil wrote this new song, and you know the p- political climate was pretty deep at the at the time. 
Uh, and Neil always has a message. And uh, so it was pretty intense. We went out and hit it. And uh, Neil, when you're playing with Neil Young, Neil gives it everything he has. So we tried to jump it there with him. I remember um, just going for it, you know. We just went for it. And he just killed it. It was incredible. Happy. Yeah, both tunes were amazing. But really the uh, rocking in the free room. I remember being tired about three-quarters of the way through. Uh, and then having to, you know, Sounds suck it up fun. and go, wait a minute, you're not done yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. Well, thank you. Thank you for telling that story. Yeah, man. Thank you for calling it was, in. It was a memorable yeah, night. Thanks. At, Bye. Any- Whoa. Did he cut himself? <laughs> he cut himself off. That was weird. It's one of those kind he of days. Up, he hung up on himself. You did, that's tricky. There, I weirdly got texted a question for you okay. from, uh, if you don't mind, from Dave Voigt in Brooklyn, who says he can't call in. I don't know why. It's weird. The people that have questions can't call in. The people who aren't <laughs> listening are sure to call in. It's a weird. It's the opposite of what you would think. Hey, it's <laughs> it's the way the world is right now. I'm telling you, this basically is part for the course. <laughs> but he he wants to know. He says. Ask him if he still ever plays with Charlie Drayton. I always loved how I loved how this type of, they he loves how you switched off bass and drums and they were both incredible at either. Uh Charlie and I were playing uh we had a band. You both played with Keith Richards too. Right. Yeah, we were trying to get this band together that never really got together, but it was a thing where you know, uh, we're getting sounds. I had a sound of a kind of music I was hearing. And uh, so I was doing a lot of writing, and then Charlie was doing some writing. We had different combinations of people. And, uh, and so when I started working with Keith, and, and then it was time to, like, put a band together, I thought, well... You know, Charlie's in the band, and we could switch off, do stuff. And uh, he understood, you know, where I was thinking about going musically. And I thought he fit in really cool with the winos. The first person we went after was Waddy Wachtel, obviously, because Waddy knows about more about the Stones than the Stones know about the Stones. So, you know, was that that was a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Keith and Waddy were friends, and I was friends with Waddy, so that was, you know, that was kind of automatic. But then building out the rest, you know, you had to get the right, because, you know, everybody wanted to play in the band. So, you know, it was like, well, what's going to be the most interesting combination of, of people? Yeah. So, you was- know, so I haven't played with Charlie. I haven't seen Charlie in a long time. But, um, you know, we went on to do our own thing mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it was fun when we were doing it going back because he plays guitar too and sometimes in the band that we were trying to do we were both playing guitar sometimes he was playing drums I was playing bass with guitar you know there were a lot of different combinations over the years of mm-hmm. trying to get that thing going but it was a good 
um, time for experimentation musically. Excellent. So I figured out what I was going to do. I'm hoping he's not expecting me to text him all that. I'm just going to say. <laughs> he's listening. Yes, man. sometimes. He's listening. Oh, this is now, now this is the trend. Other than Danny D. I'm, I'm not going to. I can't. I'm gonna, let's take a call and then I'll, I'll read another text question. I'm so easy. Jews, no, you this know. is a tribute to. No, okay. No, well, no. <laughs> no sorry. No, but it's, you know, on the one hand, I, I have that following where people call when they're not even listening. But then on the other hand, I can obviously just be dragged around by well, their they, whims. You know, people they are multitasking. They're listening to this, the thing. They're texting. They're making, they're making moves. Yeah. That's what my man who works. You know, in the building that I live in, you know, Leonard, he's a great guy, super. He's a, hey, you making moves today? Yeah, making moves, <laughs> man, making moves. Let's see this. Hello, you're on the air. Have you done your station ID yet? No. Do you want Really? Do you want to give... You know I haven't. You've been listening, I think. Yes. Can you? Do you want to do it? This is Are you listening but... to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, uh, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, 101.9, New York City, Rockland County, and you're in the little matrix up to the matrix, WFMU.org. Thank you, Ing Dave. No problem. The pride of Bensoners. Do you have a question for Steve Jordan? Yeah, I have a couple. All right. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to top that ID. Ing, Ing Dave is... Uh, Shredder. That, that was hot. That was hot ID. He brings a lot. <laughs> Ing Dave, do you have your guitar with you? Uh, I could get it. Let, let's do the questions first. He rips a solo over the air every uh, every. Have week. you ever given a question while soloing? That's a good question. No. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Call back when you got the thing ripped up. And then I have an idea. I just had to walk back into my room. Oh, okay. Count it off. I just heard on the radio you said, do you have your guitar with you? <laughs> when I walked into the room. Oh, wow, delay. What do you think wow. that is, like a 20-second delay? That is exactly. a long delay. They have a different delay out there in Brooklyn. Wow, that's, that's deep. Brooklyn, huh? So. Right, I got the guitar. I have to ask the question, huh? Uh-huh, go. Got a chorus pedal on it. First of all, are you going through any kind of pedals? I hear a chorus pedal right out of the gate. Oh, is that just flanging? That's, that's from the amp. The amp is a chorus. All right, turn it off. <laughs> All right, I don't give a crap. <laughs> I just like the sound of it. Yeah, no, turn it off. It's off. Okay, cool. All right, go. I have uh, the reverbs on. Yeah, All right. Not too much. How about the wah-wah pedal? No good? Uh, you, can do, you can rock the wah if you got a good tone. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to ask a question. Yeah. What kind of why is it? It's a crybaby from hell. All right, nice. Did you hear that one? Yeah, I like that. Oh, I got to ask you a question. Um, you have you spoke to Sid McGinnis in the last 20, 30 years? Uh, yes, I have. How is he? He's, well, the last time I spoke to him, which was about, what, 10 years ago? Maybe less. I'm not sure. Anyway, he was good. Sid is always Ten good. Years ago. Sid is just a good person, and he's always been good. Now, things could happen in 10 years, you know. Things could happen in one year. That's true. One minute. What, what are you trying matter. to poke holes in his answer? No, no it's cool. It's That's cool. not holes. No, it's true. A lot of things can happen, but I just feel 
his spirit. I know he's cool. Good. Yeah. When's the last time you saw him? Uh, when he was with you and David Letterman. Wow, that's like 30 years ago, dude. Yeah. Over 30 years ago. Yeah, he was great. I'm sure oh, yeah. he still is. Yeah, absolutely. I saw him play... Uh, I saw him on something like a year or a year and a half ago or something. Oh, I saw him... This is where I saw him. I saw him at the Grammys this past... Uh, whenever it was. January. Because he was playing... Uh, in this house band at uh, one of the Grammys things. Yeah, so I saw him. Yeah, he was sounded great, looked good, cool. Oh, there you go. There you go. Thank you very there much you for go. jogging the memory banks. Did, did you uh, have a You're second? great, too. I remember you. Thank you. I'm sure you're really great now. I'm working on it. What do you make? You make it sound like he wasn't. He, it's been great for decades. <laughs> I told him. I said he, he was. I great. know, but you said you must, must be, be really great now, by now, like as if <laughs> like as if like thirty years ago it wasn't. He didn't really have it together. Hey, you know, you, it's a work in progress. <laughs> Give him a break. It is. But it's a I work mean, in progress. You're working every day. I feel like I'm better now <laughs> than I was when he first heard me. For sure. He's, this is it's right. fair. That's what I was getting at. Yes, I know that. I'm. I'm I All got right. you back, man. Dave likes giving me a hard time. I know. Well, it's just because I, you know, I know what you're capable of. <laughs> it's tough love. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him as your guardian. Do you have a Do you have a second question you, you said, or, or was that? A I probably forgot it, but. Uh... Well, just go out and and uh, and uh, download the Verbs newest material oh, or no. anything by the Verbs actually. Any of the three albums out. We got And Now the Verbs was our first album. Uh, we have Trip, which was our second album. And and these is and it a, Cover Story, which is our third album. And the new album is not out yet. And we have two next. singles out now. Simple Kind of Girl and the new one called Pleaser. Should so we, just go online. How do you download? Yeah. You know, you go just get iTunes. out there, go go to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to any of those uh sites that don't pay. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't have a credit card or debit card anymore, so it's I can't right. pay anyway. Right. There you go. You don't have. Just a- go to YouTube. Well, should we? Uh, let's. Why don't we play the verbs? Play, please. We'll take a quick break, and then Ing Dave can uh, do what he needs to do and call back. Cool. Problem. How about a bong hit now? We'll do a bong hit. It. Elevate, <laughs> elevate the show. Do you have one locked and loaded? This. Yes. I'm ready now. Go. This is like oh, like a nightmare that one would have. It'd be like you get someone like Steve Jordan on the show and uh, a regular caller is calling I, in doing bong hits on the air. I think it's and Steve, no disrespect, man. And then Steve's <laughs> yelling at his publicist all the way back into the city. <laughs> it's like, all right, oh, we're going to really need to vet hey, these man. shows a little harder. <laughs> But thank you, Ing Dave. That was uh, I, it was a rocking ID. I gotta say, it was a rocking ID. That's <laughs> thank you. so you know. All right, dude. Talk to you later. All right, okay, thanks, later, Dave. guys. Bye. Right, call back in twenty minutes. Bye. Yes. All right. All right. That now that he's really, really taken the show to its where it goes every week eventually. Hey. It's it's you know it's something for everybody. Absolutely. Without question. This this is Ing Dave, by the way. This is uh, a lot of artists draw 
stuff that we talk about during the show. And last that's week, one of his works. No, this is by an artist, Justin Smith, in Austin, <coughs> Texas. <clears throat> and Ingdave, the last few weeks, he des- he describes himself as I think last week he called himself the overflowing toilet of Bensonhurst. Oh, and this wow. Is, uh, this is he actually looks like this. It's a very it's pretty good render. Provocative. Great render. Yeah. So that's what I'm dealing with here. Right. And and uh but let's listen to the, the verbs and, and uh I've already I've already I can attest that this is excellent. Thank you. Stone Cold Jams and this is Pleaser and everyone should uh be pleased. Get, get be pleased and get and then we'll we'll come back. We'll come back and and see how much more you're willing to tolerate. (laughs) All right. Here here we go. You know that better than I know that. That's rock and roll. That was the Verbs Pleaser featuring my guest tonight, Steve Jordan, and his wife, Megan Voss. And it's on your own. She's, Pardon? She, oh, I well, I mean, the fact is, she's Megan Voss, whether she's married to me or not. But, um, but I also have, uh, you know. So, I mean, you know. Well, yeah. Just for, to be clear, for to be cl- for rock purposes, yes, she's your bandmate. That's right. Or she, you are for her rock bandmate. purposes, she's the band leader. Yeah. Uh, but you know, here again, was getting back to what we were talking about in the beginning of the show about like stuff that you feel connected to musically and she's really in that scene so the sound of the band is kind of a fantasy thing for me something she's always done and we got to mm-hmm. you know like I was telling you about before I was doing the winos how I was hearing certain things you know and so yeah. this is a culmination of all of, all of those hopes and desires musically yeah, and 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 that's and that's why this is so uh, dear to me musically. Yeah, you know it sounds great. And, uh, and who else plays? Do you guys well, play we have, everything? Um, well, on our first album, we played just about everything. But in this on this particular record here, uh, we've had in our band now for the last ten years or more, uh, Tamiya Okuda, who's a great. Guitar player, songwriter, singer, and a Japanese legend. Uh, he was in a, in a he is in a band called Unicorn over there. A huge mm-hmm. band over there. But he's a, he's like one of the most famous people ever in in Japan. Uh, he's a music legend. And and when I was in Japan in 2005, he was interviewing me for a big rock magazine over there, and he had heard the first album, really loved it, and. And he, you know, he described what he thought it was. You know, he loved the songwriting. Obviously, Megan is the primary songwriter we have written together, but she's the pr- primary songwriter. And he loved the songs. He loved the sound and how it sounded like we were just sitting around in the living room and making this record. And that was very astute because that's basically what was happening. We have a home studio called No Tech, and we were just in our loft recording everything and doing these songs and um i said well if we, when we get the chance to tour would you play with us and join our band and he said absolutely and and um, and a couple years later we were on tour he joined the band and we played our first tour the first time we had played 
ever in public was the Japanese tour we did in 2007. Um, oh, nice. And uh, so that's when he joined. And on and we just uh, reunited uh, one of Megan's bandmates from the Antoinettes, guitar player Sue Veneer. And so she's in the band now. I so, just got that. Yeah. I read it. Right. And I didn't hear it in my head. Right. And now when you said it, right. there, her name clicked right. with me. Right. That is very so, cool. Yeah. So, so the, you know, Sue and, and uh, Megan, you know, like, you know, Megan obviously, Antoinette being her band, you know, but Sue came in as a guitar player and they had this chemistry together. So to reunite them, now it's even close, you know. It's like you know, it's 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 been a great uh, injection as far as you know what we want to do, and so the combination of musicianship now is really, really. It's just getting better and better, you know. It's mm-hmm. So much fun, you know. And it would is that like where your your heart is musically oh, right now? Oh yeah, it has been for years actually. Mm-hmm. You know, the first like I said, the first album and now the Verbs. Megan and I played mostly everything. We did. We were fortunate that enough to have a couple of ringers on there. You know, we had Willie Weeks play on one tune. We had Pino Palladino play on one tune. We had Larry Campbell play on one tune. We had Danny Korchmar play on one tune. But basically, we played everything. Mm-hmm. And then on the second record, Trip, it was that's when we got Tommy all in there and Pino played bass. Uh, and myself, and we did have Danny Korshmore playing a couple of tunes as well, a co- co- couple of co-writes. And, and, uh, and you did, did you do it at, at Electric Ladyland? No, no, we did it at uh, at our home studio. Oh, at No, no Tech. to do it all there. And, yeah, then where, and, and you and live in do, the city? Huh? You live in the city? Yeah, and we, we do some stuff at Brooklyn Recording, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, one of the best studios, one of my favorite studios in the world. Uh, we also... Uh, did some stuff at Germano Studios. We did some mixing there. Uh, and uh, we just mixed a couple things. Well, this new record that you heard, Pleaser and Simple Kind of Girl, uh, yeah, the song you'll be playing next. Exactly. I have um, it lo- locked and loaded. <laughs> I'll hit the wrong button. All, um, I'll mix that Electric Lady. Uh, with Nico Bolas, and, and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so uh, you know, it's just exciting. You know, it's, it's it's what we do. It's really just what we do. And are you guys playing live soon? Uh, hopefully, our priority is to finish the record first, mm-hmm. and then that'll dictate what we do. Yeah, um, it's just the hardcore reality of today. Um, but uh, you know, we love making records we love writing and you know Megan being like you know when she gets waves of songs you know she just writes and you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of a tricky thing because just when you think you're finished the record you know we have four or five new songs that were written that are just mind-blowing so we you know it'll probably eventually be just finish the EP uh, this LP and then do a stream of EPs because the music just keeps coming and mm-hmm. that's basically what things are turning into now anyway just you have yeah. a song put it out you know yep let's uh do you have do you uh do we dare take this call I am down 
And uh, you got you the eject always, button, you know. Yeah, so you can always if it goes to stage, you know, you can always just mute. I mean, what's the bad? It's so like when you when you're mixing a, tra- a song, and like a, you know, you rise a fader and it ain't happening. You just like hit mute. Yeah, I can, yeah, I have it right here. All what right. we have, I feel like the batting average is uh, bat, we're batting maybe about three hundred for calls in terms of. Ones that it's don't don't go south. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. Who's calling? Hey, Dave. Oh, is this the pride of Carney, Jimmy? It's Jimmy from Carney. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? You're on with cool. me and Steve. Jordan. Hey, Mr. Jordan. How are you, sir? All right. How you doing, man? Okay, I'm hanging in. Cool. Hey, I really admire your work. I followed you a lot. Uh, early Letterman was like one of the most golden times in my life. Wow. And I was going to Rutgers. Yeah. You know, not a lot of pressure. Right. Things were cool. I actually felt bad when you were replaced by Anton Fig because I don't like change, but um, he kind of grew on me, admittedly. Well, but, I, uh, it was time for me to move on. I had other things to do. I, I like to make records and... Yeah, cool. And, you know, so it had to be done. And most of those guys, like you were too, were like heavy duty session guys, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and then you know what I didn't realize? It, you were on Saturday Night Live through in the seventies period. I guess mid seventies through uh-huh. late seventies, something like that. Yeah, I did in it the f- early yeah. period. Mm-hmm. But yet that. Uh, <clears throat> Playing drums on Neil Young's "Rock Keep Rockin' in the Free World." That was, I think, like late '80s, early '90s. So, what did 89. you come back for a short period there, or was that just for that performance? Or well, first of all, when you're playing Saturday Night Live in a house band, it didn't necessarily mean you played with the musical guests. Most of the musical guests that played were self-contained. I got so you. So I was in a self-contained band with Neil. I was in Neil Young's band. Oh, I got you. Forgive me for no, no problem. That up. Then the year God before it, was the first year uh, show in '88. It was the <clears throat> Keith Richards and the Winos. That was another self-contained band. Cool. However, to be clear, I was in the house band at Saturday Night Live twice mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the golden years, as they call it, from one through five. Yeah, the first five years, definitely. I, I came in on the third year with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Stayed through the. The whole third year, and just the beginning of the fourth year, I left the fourth year, the beginning of the fourth year. Uh, I came back as a guest, the very second show with the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, and you th- laid down tracks on uh, their Sam and Dave uh, 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 cover and, and stuff like that, right? Oh, well, yeah. Well, Briefcase Full of Blues was made in 78, which was the year, uh, the summer of my first year at Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. So the Blues Brothers were actually premiered with the Saturday Night Live house band on the last show of the third season. Okay. Going into that summer, we formed the Blues Brothers band, and that album was recorded over the summer. We were opening for Steve Martin at the uh, Universal Amphitheater that summer. So by the time the fourth season came, we had a number one record out. Uh, yeah. Soul Man. Oh, yeah. And then 
the second show of the fourth season, we were the guest as a self-contained band, not with the Saturday Night Live band. Yeah. Then I yeah. came back to Saturday Night Live in 84 or something like that for a very short period of time because when I was working with Letterman, uh, the so Letterman, you're doing double duty? I was doing Letterman and Saturday Night Live wow. at the same time. Cool. For just you know, And then I just said, no, nah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Lug, yeah. That's great stuff, though, to be involved with, man. It was amazing, amazing period of time. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. You know, I hate to change gears on you, but uh, as anyone who listens to the show regularly is well aware, you have the voice of an angel. Oh, you're too kind. And it, it's you know, I, I think especially. Is he going to sing? I think especially with you, you know, a musician like yourself here, to Jimmy. Would you be willing to give us a, just at least a few bars? Yeah, I would try. I'm going to try just... to do something that's normally out of my range, but uh, I feel like uh, inspired uh, with Mr. Jordan here. Um, oh. Could I ask one quick question before I kind of go into it? Absolutely. Sure. Um, uh, you were there for a lot of the sessions for um, Songs in the Key of Life. I was, sat, I, I saw some stuff. Drum, but you were there, right? Yeah, I was there for some stuff. I, I witnessed him uh, mix Harma Love for Sarita as well, which was going into The Secret Life of Plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Were you there for any takes of uh, Isn't She Lovely? No. Okay. No. All right. Well, maybe I didn't make the right choice, but I'm going no. to take a shot at that. Oh, 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 I was wondering where this was headed. All right. All right. I'm going to just put the phone out a little bit. Yeah, let it breathe a little bit, Jimmy. It's a little out of my range, but and I don't want to do a Sinatra-type thing with it. But, yeah, so, right. All right. <clears throat> Isn't she lovely? Isn't she... Oh, we lost him. That is too oh, bad, Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> I apologize, Jimmy, Whoa. if you're... Out there, it, 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 what happened? What, the, the, when it hit that note, it, yeah, it, the compression, you know, stopped think, the thing. Is I that what happened? Technically, what's been happening whenever he sings, it's, it, it's. Uh, wow, that's yeah. incredible. I, you know, it's, it is. You got to get shame. that fixed, man. Yeah, we've been trying. You got to get that for fixed. years now, and it happens every you gotta single get, time. You got to get that fixed, Jimmy. Really apologize. It sounded like it's it was you. off. It's, was I cooking. think Universal Audio makes a thing that could prevent that. I don't know. Well, I don't know why I'm plugging them, but no. I mean, but it's true. They do know. make the gear, so you better check that out. It's be called great. Just yeah, to, to just the anti debunker. Something to be able to handle the heat he's bringing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's something. It's a shame to cheat the the listeners out of that. Yeah. Um, I was kind of shocked. I'm, I'm recovering from the shock of yeah, it going away so quickly. I know you leave. <clears throat> you really threw me off with that. I didn't know. I could have come over with some of the gear you need to work on that. Well, next, uh, hopefully you know, you'd be willing to come back. That could back. be traumatic for a guest, you know. Yeah, yeah. To go through that. To fly. Know? I'm like a little shaken up. So close to the sun. I'm a little shaken, and, and, I gotta say. Not yeah. stirred, shaken. <laughs> no, it's a lot. I mean, imagine. I hope Jimmy's all right. <laughs> the number here <laughs> is 201 209 209 Nine three six eight. Nine three six eight. That's right. Okay. Two zero one two zero nine. Two zero nine. Nine three six eight. Please give us a call if you uh, 
whether you want to sing on the air or, or not. not. Danny, now now we have like a the the echo button. Oh, this is oh, you know, we have that. Right. See, you think if we can afford that, you could afford afford the debunker. Yeah, exactly. Cuz this uh this isn't cheap. We had to have a guy no, come in from Germany and install that. <laughs> it's good because it has that type of sound. Danny D writes, he, he texted earlier, he wants to know what is your favorite show you've ever played on. And I don't know if he means, or you've appeared on, I don't know if he means strictly television, television or, or uh, on stage, period. I don't, I'm not sure. So I guess you can t- interpret that question however you like. Or you could well, ignore it altogether. <laughs> I also give you that, that option. I see that's an option. I, they, that's already built in. <laughs> it, it was in my writer, actually. <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, the James Brown show on the Letterman uh, thing, the first year of Letterman, with, with James Brown's first appearance, oh, wow. was basically the highlight of the Letterman show. Yeah. And uh, and that was in the very first year, so that's a little tricky. Uh, and so that's great. Uh, and that, you know, was a dream come true to play with him. And he did things because he was inspired. We were all inspired. So that that would be my f- number one type of experience. That's that's pretty amazing. What did you, what did you guys play? We played Sex Machine. There was a time, and speaking of bumping, he was only supposed to do one tune with the possibility of a second song. He ended up doing three songs. Everybody got bumped. He took over the show. It was incredible. As as it should be. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's incredible. We did, uh, there was a time, and then we closed with I Got the Feeling. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, have, we have another uh, call. Should, dare we? To, I guess we can just yeah, hang man. it. You know, yeah, the, you the, know. The, it could go... Well, we know that if you sing and you hit a certain decibel, we, yeah, we know that, the technology that, that do you not having to debunker. You know. Who, hello, who's calling? Hey, this is Chris. Chris, where are you calling from? I'm calling from beautiful Queens, New York. Oh, ah, uh, that's the P, <laughs> the P man. Oh, the, that's the P. What's hey. up, P? Hey, what's up, man? I want to know what are you listening to right now. What what are we listening to? I'm well, what, I don't want to sound what, like an egomaniac or anything, but I'm listening to a lot of verbs. That's only because you know we're you know besides the fact that I love it, we're we're working on it. So yeah. There you go. Cool. Thanks. All right, bro. Keep it rocking. Did you, you? So you know this guy? Yeah, you know I have listeners that come to you know listen to your He's, show, and you know I can spot a voice. You can, you know. Yeah. So you've interacted with with him before. Yeah. He listens to you. He li- <laughs> Yeah, it's good. The number here is 201 201 209 209 9368. The only 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 dial once. You can dial the numbers that I said are the ones that Steve Jordan said. Right. Either Don't either dial one. all of them. Right. That could be Should we Should we li- let's listen to another verbs track. Okay. And uh, hopefully, if history has taught us anything, you'll feel the Dave Hill effect spike in sales. (laughs) 
having. I like that. Yeah, but this is uh, the Dayville Spike. If you want to really mm-hmm. see a difference, yes, in your sales, just swing <coughs> swing by this program, the Dayville Spike, and let's see if I can successfully. This is simple kind of girl, which is would we just that's the B side to the police. Well, actually, sing. it's the eight, it was the it's the new B side, but it was the first single out. Uh, oh, this okay. Year. So and it's. It's still rocking charts and now. The Pleaser's the new one following up. So we have a couple of charts where they're both on there, Excellent. which is very, very exciting for us. All without payola. Well, the night's not over. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I haven't left here yet. Right. <laughs> <coughs> the shakedown has not yes, gone yes, down. Hasn't gone, hasn't gone down yet. All right. This is the verbs. Simple kind of girl here on the goddamn Dave Hill show. That's a strong fade out. That is a good. I, I, if I don't say so myself, I'm the king of fade. Do you do hand, hand do fade or automated hand fade? fade? Old school fade. The, the, the listeners can't see the hand fade technique that's on display. Check it out. He's. Steve Jordan showing me. Uh, See, the thing is, the thumb has to tether the fader, so you don't get any glitches. Oh. So you put your weight on the thumb. Slides down evenly. See, this is advanced fader. This Technique. is this is where the medium of radio fails. No one can see that, but I can attest to my global audience. Steve Jordan's fader technique. <coughs> Unparalleled. But that was the verbs. I was only going to play one song, but then... uh, You got carried away, and I like it. carried away. You did an old-fashioned double play, which was great. Something that when you were a kid, you listened. You got it. You got the, the... You had the pleasure of at least having... One or two double play experiences a day, which would which would make your day, you know. Yeah, like a two for Tuesday. They call there you them go, back but in it, you could have it at any time of any day. You didn't have to wait for a certain day of the week, you know. To yeah, get it, you know. And that, so we got we heard simple kind of girl, and then we heard pleaser for a second time. No, well, you heard pleaser for a second time first, and then you heard simple kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. Exact. No, I was I was back announcing. Oh, That's radio you're, do, you're doing that the. Do oh. <laughs> yeah. Were you? In What's a, the number? Two o one. Two o nine, nine three six eight. That's two o one. Two o nine, nine three six eight. So give us a call here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm here with Steve Jordan, legendary musician, drummer, which is a form of musician. Fader. Fader. Uh, Fader Master. Master Fader. Producer. And, uh, and his, his band, The Verbs, <coughs> have a new, well, single and two singles, two singles that I just played both of them. Right. Um, if you want to text me questions, I discourage that because my battery's low. And it's weird. But the number here. 201. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yeah. It's, it's Hi. Oh my god, it's a woman. This is <laughs> is this is this Carrie from Brooklyn? 
Yes, it is. This is ground. Well, uh, thank you for being the first. <laughs> ground patrol to make I'm it up. confident that there are many females listening every week, but <coughs> statistically I think I speaking, sort of speak for all of them. Not as many call for some reason. I don't know why that is, but but thank you, Carrie. So like you get. You get nervous, you know, because oh, it's so male-dominated. You got you have to get up this strength, and then you do like I called before, and then I got nervous, and then I like, hung up, and then I had to call back. But you're here because now. Because I, I I got in a little bit of an argument with my friend about you know calling in, and I was like, well, if I was thinking I would ask this question, and he said, well, that that has nothing to do with Steve Jordan, and I was like, well, who well, cares? I think Steve has proven here tonight that uh, you didn't, as as he demonstrated with several calls, it doesn't even have to be a question for him to, to, to handle it very well. Like Which LeBron was my John. argument. I was like, what but I feel like is I just want to feel that being said, it wouldn't true artistic being in his opinion on whatever I might have to say just from his take don't get it, you know i wouldn't get too comfortable i would i would <laughs> split the difference and uh you know maybe you know if, like ask not it, like what position but more like okay i guess just say what you're gonna say is what i meant to say <laughs> what um, what's on your mind you're still uh, with us are you okay i was oh I, pu- I was putting a call on hold i'm sorry oh I thought you would. <laughs> Salt is like, um, like it, wait. Well, I do have one quick question: is a is a is a fader master like somebody who can like turn down the sound really slowly and smoothly? Is it the same thing? Is that what a fader is? Well, a fader is a uh, a gliding instrument that goes up and down. That uh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, keep talking. Uh-huh. At, that uh, <laughs> that is uh, used on a recording console, and uh-huh. uh, and different channel. <laughs> every channel has a fader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. wow. yeah. Okay. And he's got a whole lot of faders. Yeah, there are, there are there is a board. Dave here has many. a board right in front. Don't of Don't pull out of this conversation yeah. too quick. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's got a bunch of stuff. He could show you later. Yep. Come by the station at 3, a, 3 a.m. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, but my question. <laughs> well, well to, I think to answer, so to answer your question, fading it slowly, was that your question? That would be among the things that a master fader would be good at. I mean, I just thought like a fade, you know, is like, it just like goes away. So you have to be like have you know, really good dexterity and, you know, slow and steady, kind of like, right? I mean, what, what else? Yeah, but you could do a fail? fast fade, too. Or you, you could do a fast fade, fade, what they say, a Motown fade is a fast fade. I like oh. sometimes when it fades out and then it comes back comes in. back in. And the band's still rocking. You dig? Yeah. It usually goes yeah, into like, part I like two. I that, too. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. feels good. It's yeah. a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, well, thanks. I mean, I, I guess I did have a question. Yeah. After all, for Steve Jordan. Was that it? Um, and Dave Hill, to be honest. So, yeah. What was that? 
I'm putting I calls on hold. That, that hold. Ow. Not um, to judge you, but someone in the chat room is saying, is the caller high? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'm just funny. Pardon? Uh. Yeah, whatever. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> was that was that it, Carrie, or was there a part two? Uh, well, I mean that that wasn't like what it what I was gonna ask. I mean, I could. I mean, honestly, I was I was just gonna talk about Halloween and this like dilemma I'm having, but I don't know. I mean, like, the, if you have other calls, I can call back. What is your dilemma, Steve? Do you want to? I think, address quite frankly, this sounds like a one-on-one with you to be picked up at a later date. Okay, later time rather. All right, we're really, gonna because not, we're we're about to world. we're about to break really, out. Really so is. yeah, we we're you know we just want to check a couple more so, calls uh, and, then, and then we're gonna have to hit the road. In and then just tell me <laughs> to call back with my wait with what my interesting you, dilemma. You're yeah, sick. yeah, you just need to call back with the interesting dilemma for sure. Yeah, because Dave will the have signal plenty is getting, of time. Where to are you get in down a with the one on one? Am I? Hello, you're on the air. Oh, that would be me. Oh, it's Ingdave. Ingdave. Oh, you got another ID? It's time for another ID? It is. Actually. Hit it. Hit it. Hit the it ID. Is. Go. Hit it. You're listening to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 101.9 in Rockland County, New York City, and in the little matrix of the matrix at WFMU.org. It checks out. Do you have another question while you're here? Yeah. That's why I called. I, I had a feeling. Really. Because I remember the question I was going to ask him. Oh, what I, was it? Should I do it with the guitar? Nah. I, let's keep uh, it lean and mean. Okay. Or, or did you want the guitar? Nah, that's cool. Oh, I have to do a bong hit first because it ties in with the question. Just when we thought things were going to get classy <laughs> here. Whoa. Okay. Technique oh. is improving as the night wears wow. on. I could feel that. <laughs> I sure do. Okay. I know people are full of hyperbole, but uh, how much pot does Keith Richards smoke? I have no idea. None at all, huh? No. People uh, say quite frequently. I, I have no idea. So, but thanks for the question, and <laughs> uh, you got you give good ID. All right, my brother. Check you later. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Dave. Hello, you're. Uh, th- this is. There's a lot of pressure on you, caller. <laughs> uh, is this me? Am I the pressure guy? Oh, I have a bad feeling about so already. But go ahead. Yes, who's All calling? Right. My my question would be like you know even tonight I saw a local musician play and it was such a beautiful thing like. Uh, it's all about energy and all this kind of stuff. And where, but very quickly, where, who's calling in from? Where? I'm calling. I'm Tom, and I'm calling from Rockland County. Okay. And um, but the whole thing, like you know, being a musician and playing out with people and stuff like that, you have people that have chops, you have people that have the, but there are people that just have that stuff, and you sit there and you look at them, and you're just like, wow, you know, right. the beautiful thing about it. So yeah. all the people you played with, you played with some heavy cats and things like that. Who is like one? Holy, holy cow! Like, wow! This is a such an amazing thing that I'm involved in, and your incarnation as a human. So there I, you go. I I have so many 
instances of that. Uh, it's just it 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 actually it's infinite. That's yeah. how fortunate I am. And yeah, one beautiful. of the great things about my life is that like I the person I'm married to is a great musician, so sometimes I wake up and I hear a great song being written and I'm in another room and I'm like, Holy freaking cow, I hope she's putting that down on on tape or something or recording that. That's freaking great. Or yeah. I'll get up and sometimes she you know, when we're in an apartment in New York and she'd be playing the piano, I'll wake up to that. You know, just like, I get this on a daily basis. Then I go over and, I'm, you know, I had the opportunity to play with, you know, Keith or Aretha, you know, or yeah. Sonny Rollins. Just like all kinds of stuff. It happens. I don't take it for granted. It's a dream. I'm living a dream. Yeah. And it's just incredible to have to be fortunate enough to have the thing you love the most be uh uh your livelihood and to know that everything that you do is basically geared toward that i don't get you know like some people say hey it's good to get away from music i it's part of my dna so i don't want to get away from music right right you know so you know i i don't want to be around any kind of music i don't want to be around like uh bad music (laughs) (laughs) so you know i'm just very fortunate that i'm around good music all the time it's just uh, such a blessing what what a blessing anyway you know rock and roll you got uh, beautiful stuff and you know live a life of mystery and beauty it's a beautiful thing yeah it is yeah. All right. God bless you guys. God bless Excellent. you. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Yeah, man. That was that was like a, quite a, a leap from uh, Ing Dave's question about weed. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, but, we run, runs the gamut. Yeah. Here. But I think that's a good way to 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 wrap it. You know. Yeah. The whole being fortunate enough to you know like when you're like when we go in to record a song, we have an empty canvas, and then at the end of the thing, there's a painting, and it's yeah. a miracle, you know. To and like, I, you, you know, when Megan and I first started recording together at that house, we in the apartment. Can you do? And at is- the end, I'd go, uh, "Wow, that that sounds professional." <laughs> We'd start <laughs> laughing. I have, <laughs> you know. It's like that. I'm guessing you know? it probably always does if, when no, you're involved. No, it's just like it's really funny, you know, it's, you know, because you're doing it with the kid's energy, you know. Yeah. It's like it's just like you know you're 15 years old and you're trying to re- make a record, make a song. Yeah. You know, and you record it, and uh, and then it comes out, and you like the way it sounds, and you just you're tickled pink. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. This is a stupid question, but what? if I can pile on to the <laughs> question, some of the questions. Do you, where, do you record the drums in your apartment? Yeah. Oh, so you have like a, what do you have, like a floating floor? We do have that? a riser that has a sound deadening in it. Is that the term, floating? They say yeah, yeah, so? you can do it. Yeah, that's used. For you know, the lingo. Just, yeah, yeah that's good. That's drop good. some lingo in you, there. You dropped it. You dropped it hard. Yeah. It's cool. Just curious. I'm always curious about 
because I, I play guitar and I and I and I have amps and stuff, and I'm like, I can't turn any of them up in my apartment. Well, you got to get like either sometimes a gobo kind of thing, and you can put some blankets over some without blowing up the tubes. In our place, what we had to do was we had to cover up the pipes because all the low frequencies would travel down the pipes. Uh, oh. and, and so no matter what we did on the floor, the, all the sound was traveling up and down in the pipes. So we had to build columns around the pipes to stop the sound from traveling through the building. And that was huge. Um, and, you know, so stuff like that, you're always trying to figure out how to get a better sound, but we get a really good sound in our loft, which is the reason why we record there. Even if, even when we don't want to record there, we've recorded, we've had the re- opportunity to record at Capitol Studios, um, uh, which is one of my favorite studios in the world. We had a dream. We we uh, we recorded at Abbey Road. Nice. Uh, where the lads recorded the first couple of records. Uh, we cut this track called, uh, 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 you know, on on the Cover Story album, which is a album of covers. You know, we we recorded the "You Showed Me the Turtles" tune in at Abbey Road, and it, it was just great. You know, just to hear that the way that room sounded, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so we've done that, and we recorded, like I said, at Brooklyn. And uh, and we recorded Jackson Brown's place, Groove Masters in Santa Monica. We recorded in some great studios, but our favorite place to record is our our home. Like <clears throat> at No Tech Studios, our home studio, it's kind of like a band member. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a Neve console. We have all the way the amps are oh, set wow. up, the You're drums and everything. <clears throat> it's part of the band sound. You know. Yeah. So um, you know, we recorded at. You know, Avatar, when, you know, and, you know, recorded a lot of places and uh, something special about, you know, our Home place. court advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Exactly. Well, uh, it sounds like you uh, you got to hit it. Am I correct? Yeah, I'm going to hit it. Um, Before we get any. Uh, and uh, but but this ridiculous. has been fun, man. Thank you so much for <laughs> Thank having you. me on. Thank you. I'm honored that, and, uh, uh, that you... This has been a lot of fun, and glad there's your show, and I like some of the swag here. Some well, of we'll get... Well, WFMU... Uh, I'll make sure some this falls one is off good. the truck like for you. One. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get yeah. a care package together. Cool. With the, with the boom box on it. I like that. Yeah, there's a... Uh, well, let's... Uh, I'm going to... We'll play a, um, a, a track from uh, another one of your uh, Keith Richards songs cool. that you did together and uh, 30 thank years you. ago last week thing came out can you believe that 30 years ago yeah unbelievable oh man i know that's so weird you weren't even born yet I wasn't even born unbelievable it was just a, an idea exactly a a a, a twinkle how is in it an eye how is it possible well thank you steve jordan thank you Dave. You, you're too uh classy for this program and I appreciate no you. No lo- such thing. I appreciate you lowering your lowering your standards, <laughs> if only for a night. Everyone, go out and get the entire Verbs catalog, catalog on JV. Is it all on JV Records? Your label? Uh, yeah. Well, yes. 
So every everyone get it, and uh, and and you'll be glad you did. I've I've done a deep dive. It's Dave approved. Not right that on. they need my need no no no. Your approval, approval is key. Your approval is key. It is. It's it's a make or break. Thing. <laughs> it's a make or break thing. It's like being ex- accepted in England. You know, if well, you're if you're loved on this show. As uh, that, uh, Megan then, and I say, rock and roll will never die. That's a fact. Good night. Good night. Here we go. Oh, hey, it's Dave again. You just heard Trouble by Keith Richards featuring the great Steve Jordan. My guest this evening, Steve Jordan, has left the building. Um, so now it's just me, Dave, from before, all alone. For the next 34 minutes, the number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. I I do have a crime blotter locked and loaded that maybe, maybe I'll do. We'll see. It's hard to say. The bathroom on the second floor here down the hall is not working. So, uh... You have to go up to the third floor, and I just haven't had a chance, if I'm being completely honest with you, the listener. So, that might have to happen at some point. Whatever. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Ira is up next, I believe, filling in for Jesse. But that's in 33 minutes. That's right. For those of you who listen to the program regularly, you know that this music can only mean one thing. It's time for the crime blotter during which I take a look at some of America's lesser crimes which just so happen to have taken place in northeastern Ohio where I'm from thank you and uh to say the crimes I have locked and loaded for tonight are chilling is a gross understatement So, uh, if you're alone right now, I pity you. Let's start it off. Let's ease into it. Stray dog walks into a home and falls asleep. This is from the Russell Township Police Blotter. Russell Township? That's... What even goes on there? Nothing could possibly go wrong in Russell Township. Well, guess again, sister. This is the case of Animal at Large. Fairmount Road. Fairmount Road. Dave, didn't you grow up right by Fairmount Road? Yeah, it's right by where I grew up. Just keep driving, you're running into Russell Township. A stray dog entered a resident's home and fell asleep at 3.40 p.m. 
September 28th. That's just like two weeks ago. Yeah. Middle of the day. Residents just minding their own business. Dog walks in and falls asleep. The owner was identified through the, do- through the dog's license tag. Police contacted the owner who lives nearby. The owner retrieved the pet. So it all worked out. I think when I read the headline, I thought it meant that the dog had no home. It did. It just felt like sleeping in a different home. Moving on. This is from the, from the Pepper Pike police blotter, which is part of Chagrin Valley. Just the, the, thus the confusion. Orange Art Center's nude trespasser sentenced and uh for our younger listeners uh there is a grown man nude in this next story so uh parents use your discretion this is the case of pandering obscenity slash public indecency chagrin boulevard wait if you keep driving up Fairmount, doesn't that run into Chagrin, Dave? Yeah, it does, actually. Glad you asked. A Lindhurst man, 47, must register as a Tier 1 sex offender for the next 15 years after pleading guilty to charges brought after he took off his clothes and wandered through the Orange Art Center on the evening of February 5th. So this is a while ago. They're just getting around to pressing charges. Before we go any further, I would argue that wandering nude through the art center couldn't could be, you know, you might say that's performance art. I don't know. The pandering charge, a fifth degree fifth degree felony, stems from the fact that the display was witnessed by a girl 13 who was in one of the classrooms as a quote-unquote fully naked male strolled past in the hallway three times. Okay. Three times with it. This story took a dark turn, and I apologize. It wouldn't kill me to read the story ahead of time before I read it on the air. Three times within a half an hour. That's a lot. The man also pleaded guilty on October 11th to public indecency, a second-degree misdemeanor with second counts on each charge being dismissed. I thought this was a light-hearted case. Until now we're going deeper and it's horrifying. As part of a community control section sanction ordered in Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Court, he will report to the adult probation department and mental health officials for two years along with supervision and home detention, including GPS monitoring for up to three years. Does that sound familiar, Danny D.? And if any of the terms of probation and Tier 1 registration are not met, a one-year jail sentence could be imposed. As for the investigation, the Orange Arts Center, like Orange High School, is actually located in Pepper Pike. Riddle me that. Where police were able to identify someone who had been behaving suspiciously in an earlier incident. At that time, the man had been ordered to stay off the Arts Center property. And after the latest incident, he was brought in for questioning, then arrested on February 8th, leading to his indictment. All right, I'm against this one. But uh, lest uh, you think uh, we live in a world of darkness, I think you'll like this next one. Or you'll be horrified. I don't know. 
Man sets up security alarm on pumpkin. That's right. Man sets up security alarm on pumpkin. This is from the Moreland Hills Police Blotter. Moreland Hills. What that? What kind of paradise is that, Dave? Well, it was a pretty good one until follow-up investigation. Attempted theft from yards, vandalism, and criminal damaging. That's uh, th- these are all the. This is uh, this is just one case. You probably thought I was reading all the crimes that happened in Moreland Hills over the last year. No, this is just one thing. Bentleyville Road. A resident reported on the night of October fourth, just eleven short days ago, that he had followed four hooded kids off of his property after they destroyed his alarmed pumpkin. Details were unavailable on how the pumpkin was rigged up, since no official report was made after the resident said he did not wish to prosecute, but would the next time someone came on his property. At least one of the suspects was followed to Chagrin Falls, home to the annual quote-unquote pumpkin roll, where a youth was soon interviewed by police and stated that it was the first and last of any pumpkin smash, smashing for him. All right, so the kid, he's, uh, he admits to his rough past, but he's gone straight now. So I, I think there's hope for all of us. Drunk man's help not wanted. That's the next headline. Moving on, the Cleveland Heights police blotter. Cleveland Heights, Dave, isn't that the next town over from where you grew up in University Heights? It is. You're damn right, sister. Disorderly conduct. Selwyn Road at 12.35 p.m. October 5th. Wait, October 5th? Isn't that just one day after four hooded kids destroyed an alarmed pumpkin? Yeah, it is. The streets are hell. Get used to it. On October 5th, a woman called police to state that a man was harassing her mother. Officers arrived to find the man in the side yard of a home, yelling profanities at the two women. Two women. Let me be clear, I wasn't even in town. The man, it gets better. The man had paint on his head, neck, and body. The man would not quiet down when officers asked him to stop shouting. And really, why would he? Officers learned that a woman and her daughter were at the woman's rental house making renovations when the man showed up at 10.30 a.m. asking if he could drink alcohol there. He, he was told he couldn't and left. I have follow-up questions to this case, I have to admit. The man returned drunk at noon, I guess he found somewhere else to drink, and asked if he could help with renovations. When told his help wasn't wanted, the man became angry and made inappropriate remarks to the women. He grabbed a can of paint and threatened to throw it on the homeowner's car. When the women's daughter called police, the man threw paint on the side of the house. He was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. I don't want to live in this world. Man just goes throwing paint. 
Was it the same color as the... I don't know. I do have a lot of questions about this case. Anyway, that's all I got for horrible crimes that will keep you up at night. Late. Late into the night. Alright. I need to freshen up. I'm not going to lie to you. There's 23 minutes to go. 23 minutes of extreme heat. But I'm going to be right back because I have some business to take care of, some crunches to do. And we'll be back with the rest of the goddamn Dayfield show. The number here is 201 209 9368. Talk about a sweet fade out. That was, of course. I need more action music. Oh, oh my god. Well, that's not much better, but I'll take it. That was Super Stupid by Funkadelic. Before that, Dark Throne with the title track from their most recent album, Arctic Thunder. And before that, oh, what I meant to say, yeah, the, the song was called Arctic Thunder. Before that, Small Faces with All or Nothing. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Steve Jordan has left the building, and now it's just me here. I think for the first time ever in the history of the program, I'm sitting here all alone with no calls on hold and 10 minutes to go. So you can give me a call at 201-209-9368. That's 201 201- 209-9368 That's 201-209-9368 And we can chat away For the next 10 minutes Or I could play some more jams Or I could just Speak from the heart I guess But not Not with that other music on I don't think This is a little better Of course, this might be the best. Could just do this for nine minutes. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, it's Carrie. Carrie from Brooklyn, The Return. How are you? (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't ever done this until twice. Well, I did one time. It's groundbreaking. Well, I think I speak for everyone. Thank you. You are so welcome. I only called back because I knew, I I just knew there needed to be another woman caller. Yeah, you need, you, oh, geez, I just, oh my God, someone else called in. I just hung up, I just hung up on someone by accident. Whoever that was, call back. My, uh, my reflex, my motor skills are fading as the night wears on, and I just hung up on someone. I apologize. 201-209-9368. 201-209-9368. But enough about uh, phone numbers. Okay, so here's my deal. Um, I've been invited to be on the um, the float for the the Halloween parade. My I'm listening. Sheen Dazzle is the master of ceremonies or whatever you call it. For the whole parade? For the whole parade. 
Did you see how I handled that? I almost said a curse word, mate. I'm impressed. Whew, that was. Wait, so so you're going to be on the float? Yeah, to be on the float with my two little boys, who are six and eight, and they're like, "No, no way, no interest. We want to go to Maplewood, New Jersey, where our friends are, and trick or treat and get all the candy in the world." And I'm like, "I'll just get you guys some candy. Come on." Wait, you want your like, you want your children to come on the the float with you? Yeah, and he well he wants my children, and I wait who the guy your friend Machine Dazzle Machine Dazzle who who is a, a guy the general master. What is the name for the like of ceremonies? Master you know, of ceremonies. Like the the person who is who is the whole master of the entire parade. What's that called? The master of the parade master. No, yeah, but there's like a name. Uh, oh, there has to be. Look, God, Danny D, where the hell are you? This is Danny. when we. It's the um, oh the gr- grand uh, marshal, grand master, the grand wizard, master, the grand general. I think it's the grand marshal. Yes, thank you, GM. Yeah, one L. Okay, my friend is the GM. My really, really dear, lovely friend, Machine Dazzle from the Dazzle Dancers is this amazing costume designer. He just had a big feature in New York, in the New Yorker by Hilton all the other week. And he has been asked to be, you know, the, the major one and asked me to be one of one of twenty people on his float with my two kids. Wait, so you're would, would so the three of you would still be one of twenty? Three of twenty? Yeah, the three. So we'd be like We'd be like eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Out of like, you know, yeah. That's rare, air, sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So obviously, when they grow up, they'd be like, "Yeah, I was on the, you know, the parade float. You know, there's only like two night parades in all of the world or the country, anyway." And I was on the float, you know, with GM. But okay. As they are right now, they're like small children <laughs> that only want to trick or treat and have fun. Yeah. Uh, so, what? I gotta. I, I understand. I feel like I understand uh, why they don't want to go on this. I think if they you're a little do. kid, oh, they do want to go on it. You're saying? No, I understand why they don't. Well, yeah. If you're a little kid, why you would don't want, you? Yeah. So, what's the problem? The problem is I want to, and I want them to, because then eventually they'll realize how important that was and that, that they have these, these memories, like having a, being part of something really much bigger than, you know, walking around with. But honestly, but like, what, what makes you happy? I mean, like, well, they might be happier, more wonderful. Well, yeah, because there's free candy in their scenario. They're... Uh, like in in the scenario that you're presenting to them, there's just um, candy or no candy. <laughs> there's no candy, and then there's going to be people uh, with pro- probably uh-huh. deeply disturbing costumes. Let's be honest. Well, that too. But they'll be on a float showing off 
their costumes to the world, and everyone will take pictures of their costumes, and they'll be like, whoa, my costume that I made myself, which is a Minecraft zombie or whatever they're doing, was awesome, you know? I don't know. I still think if I were five years old, I would not want to, I would, I would want to be out trick-or-treating. I know, but, but I'm talking about the long game. There is no long game when you're five. You're living no, minute I mean, to minute. No, not what they want, but like what I know that they'll want later. <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to care now. <sighs> yeah, but, I, but what about me? Uh, I think you know the answer to this question. Oh, right. Anyway, yeah, but... And if I have to tell you, you're in big trouble, because not, I'm not even allowed near children. <laughs> I'm calling ACS. I don't know. I mean, I just think, what if I know that, like, deep down, they're going to really feel something in that parade they didn't realize? I mean... I can't see... Who's out there? Oh, I, I, my eyes are so bad, I just see a silhouette. Ira Kaplan is up next, filling in for Jesse. Oh, my God. Take, Thank you. You uh, didn't have to be so polite. Take, you can just walk on in. This is a... Uh, um, take your last call, but thanks for talking to me. Well, thank, I, hope yeah. you, I hope you know the right decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us know the right decision because I think a decision is just Open a decision. Close. I'm sorry, I had that queued up. All right, <laughs> Carrie, thank you, Carrie. Wait, which track will, will it be? It'll be number one. Number one, okay. No, no, it's my fault for having that. Uh, you've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Hello, uh, you're on the air. Dave, Yes. what it is. I got a uh, yes. Who is it? Who's calling? Hey, hey this is Zach calling from uh, Washington State. Excellent. What's going? On? We have one minute. Hey, Dave. Do you want uh, Do you want a glass, a flaming glass guitar that was made as an award for somebody, but it's a little bit crooked, and now they can't use it in the ceremony? Of course, I do. Of course, you do. Okay. Which uh, Which legitimate PO box do I send it to? Send the to this. Yeah, send it to the station. Oh yeah, it's I'll gonna be it. a good one, man. You can, uh, you could smash it or revere it, or I'll find. I'll it'll be uh, put into a place of honor. You're the guy. It's sitting here collecting dust, and I think you need it. Okay, thank you. Hey, uh, uh, care of Dave? Do I do right? Care yeah. of Dave on the box or something? Yep. Well, Dave they'll, Hill. They'll know who it's for. If you put put my name on it. They All right, man. Dig yourself. You're awesome. All right, thank you. I'll look out for it. Thank you. Hey, so much hey. in advance. All right, we have 10 seconds. You've been listening to the goddamn Dave Phillips Show on WFMU East Orange, WFMU Mount Hope in New York City at 91.9 FM, and galaxywide at WFMU.org. Here's Ira Kaplan filling in for Jesse. See you next week.